0: Um, <laughs>
1: the coffee's about to hit in soon, don't worry. It's gonna get,
0: <laughs> the coffee's about to drop. Let's do this.
1: Welcome fam. This is Courtney Russell Jr. and I'm here with my co-host Emily Brocker.
0: Welcome to Humanize.
1: We are two Americans with totally different backgrounds and life experiences.
0: We're coming together on this podcast to dive right at the heart of the three things that shut down tough conversations about race, culture, power,
1: and ego. The stories you are about to hear are meant to humanize those deeply involved in social justice. Welcome to the work y'all, let's get it. What's going on, Humanized Family? Oh, man. Uh, unfortunately, we have some bad news. This, <laughs> <laughs> this is the last episode of season four. Um, but don't you fret. You know, we always um, working hard to to bring more authenticity, more work, more consistent, um, courageous. I don't know if it's courageous, but needed conversation mm-hmm. to, um, to what we do. So... We are just going to talk today about why us? Why do we feel as though we need to be here doing this at this time the way we do it and being the people that we are? Um, Mm -hmm. I know why I'm doing it, but I want to start off with you. Like I really want to see why you feel as though... You could even step into this this fight, um, and what or, what gives you the right to do something like this?
0: <laughs> what gives me the right?
1: Yeah, that's good. That too.
0: is a good question. What gives me the right? Um, nothing, nothing, nothing gives me the right. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, if you've turned on the podcast, you're listening to us. That's that's a bit. That's as as far as permission goes. <laughs>
1: that's it. We don't need none.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, before we get into, cause we're also going to talk about our biggest lessons from this season. Um, but we, before we get into that, we've got a lot of new listeners. So yeah, what I thought, yeah, let's talk about, I, I guess I can go first. Um, <laughs> which is what you said, I'm, yeah. I'm stalling. Because it's still morning. Um,
1: <laughs> the coffee's about to hit in soon. Don't worry. It's going
0: to get... <laughs> coffee's about to drop. Let's do this. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I was kind of like going back in time. I mean, it's a complex question for me. That's why I'm like fumbling around with words. It's, you know, I am mm-hmm. a white woman. There's a lot of history for me to unpack in terms of... Um, white women's roles in social justice movement Mm -hmm. there's people to um, be proud of and identify with and there's um, ancestors you know as uh, there's a woman Alexis Shotwell who talks about claiming bad ancestors which I think is an interesting concept of like um, you know we have to own where we come from and so I guess you know this you know this journey on the podcast with you has been a lot of just um, learning how to continually show up, you know, and go deeper and deeper and further my proximity to this work by creating relationships and um having honest conversations and my work in general, my professional work is a lot just related to, um, welcoming other people to go along on my learning journey with me. (laughs) You know, I'm not sitting as an expert. I sometimes wish my neighbor is a physics teacher. And I'm like, God, wouldn't that be cool? Just to be like, listen, I know what's happening here. I'm going to teach you. (laughs) I don't (laughs) don't live in that world. Um, and I was when you express interest, so I remember when we met you know in Boulder end of two thousand and nineteen, wow. and I remember you saying to me, like, "I need you, I want you, a white person, by my side, in doing this work." Mm-hmm. And do you remember saying that? Yes, I do. So tell like can you I'd rather have you say in your words why why you chose to do this, you know? <clears throat> With a white person and then,
1: I'm a, um, then me
0: as a subcategory of a white person.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, uh, of course. I'm an entrepreneur and right now we're selling an idea, you know, and we're selling an idea of hope. And when you're in business, you have to first see your target audience. Then you have to understand the optics and what it's going to look like. You have to market it a certain way. And... If we were going to do anything, I wanted to be the best and I wanted to be um, to catch your eye and I wanted it to be something that people, even if you don't know what we're talking about or what we're doing, you gravitate to it because your identity is being um, represented. And so if we're talking about race and culture, um, a POC identity is being represented via me and a white. Um, identities being represented by you, and so I felt the need to have a white woman, another a marginalized person, um, to talk with me, a marginalized person, about dismantling white supremacy, and mm-hmm. I felt that it, we would do. for lack of better for for the lack of a better word, the most damage. Um, to the to the structure. Of. The
0: most stirring,
1: <laughs> exactly, okay. Of the most pots, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm agitator. Why, you know, <laughs> I like to, I like to, I'm, I'm confrontational, and so I, I yes, feel like yes,
0: I know you've taught me how to be more confrontational, and it's messing up my life. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I wanted to pull you in, you know, and so I said, let's um let's start some shit, you know, um let's make mm-hmm. it, um let's, let's talk about unsafety versus uncomfortable. Uh, I feel like the inherent nature of racism, white supremacy, poverty, and um, and dismantling, inherently they're uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, And they become unsafe when they're not addressed. And Mm -hmm. I've, even though like, and I'm not saying this like it's a disadvantage, but um, a lot of people view the color of your skin as a disadvantage in this work. Ironically, you know, and so the color like of my skin, your skin. Yeah. As a white woman, a lot of people feel like you shouldn't be doing this, you know, and I yeah. and I and I argue um, because of the color of your skin and individuals that made it look like you made this conversation forefront and created the bullshit in this country. I think you are the perfect person to have a conversation with this about and it should mm-hmm. be uncomfortable because lives were lost. You Mm -hmm. know? Um Mm -hmm. so I I welcome and I feel very humble to be as someone sit be in the room and conversation and in the and and doing this podcast with someone who is vulnerable enough to understand that people that look like me are the reason why we're even talking about white supremacy. Mm -hmm. And let's do it. You know, that's that's a that's a brave that's I mean, (laughs) that's a lot. I have nothing but admiration and respect and like oh like damn she's doing that because it's uncomfortable you know yeah
0: but it well i i don't know if i'm gonna be able to articulate it it's like Mm. sure it's uncomfortable sometimes makes me shift in my chair I've seen, you know, the CEOs that I work with do a little bit more than shifting, more like detouring. You know, that's a good word that I I learned lately of how white people detour. And, oh, but we're talking, you know, not allow the conversation to actually focus. Uh, Yeah. It feels, you know what, it feels uncomfortable right now to have that discomfort um, applauded because of the discomfort Mm -hmm. that... Systems of inequity are creating in this com- this country. You know, like that that level of discomfort is nothing against like true. The school to pipeline prison. Oh, you know, oh, oh. The- <laughs> but it's not like it's, op- it, is- it. seems absurd. It seems it's, absurd. It's um, not the
1: the oppression Olympics. I'm not. You're not. Yeah, not trying to one up you. Is but I'm giving you your flowers to let you know that it's it's seen and recognized, and it's not supposed to feel good. That's that's what I'm saying. But it's not definitely taken away from the years of systemic um, oppression that is happening Mm -hmm. in our country and in the world. And so, yeah, I just, if you ask why us, why you, why I wanted to do it with you, um, it's because I really want to do it. I don't want to have an illusion of doing the work. I don't want to sit and talk shit about white supremacy if we're not actually going to address white supremacy You know, and and have individuals in the room that have, um, whether knowing or unknowing, have history with white supremacy. You know, Mm -hmm. I have it in my own way. You have Mm -hmm. it in your own way. You Mm -hmm. know, so let's talk about it and hope that we can come to solutions. We can spark fires and spark um, hope in other individuals that will lead to true um, systemic change.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if listeners are interested in hearing more about our stories and like why we came together on this podcast, as we say in our intro, uh, two people with radically different backgrounds, we're in two weeks, we'll release an episode, a re-release an episode. You can usually go and find it right now. Um, called Our Stories from season mm-hmm. one. It's one of, I don't know, like the third episode we released. Yeah, yeah. Just goes, it's a longer episode that goes in depth into both of our stories and like where we're coming from and how how we're coming at it. And our commitment back then, which was 2020, I guess we started, um, <clears throat> was to go on a learning journey together. And that's that's what we've done. It's a good thing, you know, like oh, there's so much, there's so much that we've been through. Um, and before we talk about what we've learned this past season, just wanted to highlight, because Courtney's wearing um, a black sweatshirt with a white print of our cover art, yes. which is great, which is designed by a friend of mine from high school, Kevin Soltow, and he understood so quickly what we were trying to do with this podcast. Um, And this merch is also supposed to create conversations. Like, it's pretty clear from the cover (laughs) art that this is, you know, a white woman listening to a black man, deep in conversation, engaged. Everyone is, you know, leaning in. Um, So we're hoping that we'll have more listeners wanting to wear – wear this merch and start conversations where you are. Um, I'm finding in my community, there's some things coming up and, um, you know, like movements to ban books in schools and not mention equity. It's getting closer and closer um, to home and just noticing as it gets closer, just how it's so hard, It you know, to to really have these conversations knowing you're going to continue to be in relationship with these people, whether it's like parents of kids in my daughter's class, yeah. I, I have, I can't just walk away. I can't just like, you cannot. Be like, you know, um, so that merch is out there. You can go to our website and on the menu bar, there's a link to the store um, and buying that also helps support our production team. And for people who, you know, Courtney was just mentioning, like, we want to have these conversations. I think there are more people eager to have these conversations. So, um, as we take a break, uh, tune into our Instagram, um, feed, which is at the humanized Humanized. podcast. And we're going to be making some announcements about some in-person dismantling white supremacy in the workplace, um, spaces we're gonna hold. It's not workshops. We just wanna like hold spaces for dialogue and yeah. get people talking. Yeah. Um yeah. So things to watch out for.
1: Yeah. We are we're, we're busy, you know? Um I really mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Um you asked earlier about what have we learned or mm-hmm. or, or 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 why. Um for me for me yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel pretty i I feel pretty blessed for the consistency uh because i think that is what's not done in this work um Mm -hmm. when when we get an alarming thing that that has happened another death or some laws passed everyone gets mad and then we quickly kind of draw back and fall back into some of our old patterns some of our old ways you know and to always be able to have your foot on the gas and, and pushing forward um, and navigating this space, Humanize, the humanized podcast have, for me has been a platform that I can always be out there making sure that we don't forget um, the sacrifices that individuals before me have done um, in ways that are creative. Um, we can laugh, we can joke, we can show love. We can talk seriously. Um, so for me, the humanized podcast has always... Just been something that i've never I've never done um a way to to have an idea and 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 put it out in the world um mm-hmm. a way to have my voice heard anytime um day or night um besides just posting pictures or or putting something or or posting a video actually. Posting a video and putting a picture and putting a quote that I was involved in, you know, mm-hmm. um, making my activism active um, and not being a spectator in this fight. So that's what is uh humanized has done for me. And this is why I do this.
0: What is that? What does it feel like for you? Like seeing <sighs> all the, you know, it's you're, the, all the the <laughs> have you notice. If you notice, a lot of the quotes that we put up are Courtney's quotes because you're an awesome speaker. You, seriously, like you have these l- nice little like quips and like w- ways of putting it together. What does it feel like to like see those go up and know that like that there's just a lot of people reading them and passing them around? Like what is that what does that mean to you?
1: I always wanted to be the greatest in whatever I do, you know, not because... Um, I feel a, a narcissistic need to be always be out there um because the misconception is people feel like because of my personality, they feel like I always want to be up front no mm-hmm. I, I i don't um however the 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 problem is great it's only going to be addressed by an audacious person, and so I have to work hard to be great to address a great problem mm-hmm. um and so it feels humbling um I'm very awestruck at this opportunity. Um, I never thought my life, the trajectory of my life, would be something like this. Um, and and so with all of the heartache and all the pain, all the sacrifice, it's 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 making a man that is a sacrifice um, for my community. And and I'm 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 welcoming it and I love it each and every day. And so when I see a quote, it's just like oh shit. I don't remember saying that, but it sounds good. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> Team on
0: brand.
1: Sounds some shit, I'll say. You know, but, <laughs> but um, it, it's just time to get back into the lab and do some more, you know, just think of more ways <laughs> to motivate, to inspire, to um, curate hope and to make sure that um, my people, meaning not just black or brown, all people feel as though they are represented some way some shape some form when um when i'm speaking when i'm when i'm talking about issues that are concerning to them uh, mm-hmm. i just feel really blessed to be able to to be at the forefront of that fight
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. nice oh when i look at the the list of people that we mm-hmm. had on this season so we started in June we had etalette mcvictor and we had nicole Ham jones mm. um we had imran awa sage and erica audrey sarad brenda dr missy bird and then jocelyn was our last guest it's quite quite a run of inspiring yeah. guests um are there any episodes that like stick out to you
1: Ooh. That, you're about to get me in trouble, boy. Hold on. <laughs> oh,
0: so uh, I don't want to get you in trouble. No, 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 no,
1: I mean, damn. like All of them. Be honest. I'm, I'm, not, I'm no, no, not. No, no, bro- no.
0: I'm making you choose. Choose a moment. Okay. It doesn't have to be an episode. Okay. Um, an impactful moment from all of those episodes. You, you know. Or from one of those episodes.
1: One? Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Or two. I mean. Or two. Okay, okay.
0: I know some people are uncomfortable with superlatives. No,
1: no, no, no. You're fine. I, Okay. The six, situ- like the Colehane Jones is doing her thing in the in the in the realm of um, bringing to light her journalistic view of um, racism and how we create this country uh, is by far is it, amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And so to have her on this podcast talking about Jordans, you know what I mean, talking about like just being a human kind of personified like made it that's exactly what our podcast is about you know what I mean like Showing you that these social justice warriors are humans; they are people. They are
0: humans you with know what hearts. I mean?
1: Yeah, insecurity. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we talking about how we were poor, we could never wear. So now that we we got a little bit of money, we gonna buy some Jordans and, mm-hmm. and right. Like that was that was dope. Um, to hear from a, from just a brilliant woman. Um, and then damn. Ooh, I mean to know. I mean, Jocelyn and Adri, like, I know them. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I know them. I I can mm-hmm. I t- have conversations with them. And to see how passionate they are about, like, the divergence of our passions was just crazy. You know, I knew mm-hmm. they were passionate. But to see them on this other side and see them um, talking about activism and, and their stories and where they come from. And talking about education and dismantling and agency, I'm I, I'm again, I'm in awe and I'm humbled by the opportunity to have a platform to elevate their voices as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like that's that's as, as I get bigger and bigger, no matter what platform I get, I always want to make sure that I'm available for individuals to do the work. It's not it doesn't it's not too much to get to me. Mm-hmm. You know and i and i and I hold that as something that I really want to do um and really want to be and um I'm just really excited again about that so when I see people like that and all of our guests man, like talking about yes and with our. Is how racism looks in France and all of that. It just it just paints the picture of someday when I get to go to France, I get to to see that in action. You know, like mm-hmm. she she did that brilliantly, and like I know you said too, but like I told you, that was <laughs> that was rough, man. You know, and so I think every every interview was hitting different. You know, and so right. um, I look forward to it. I look forward to doing more. I look forward to in-person in, in person shows. I think it's going to be even better when mm-hmm. we have a studio where we can bring them in and, and sit there and just show the progression and the vibe. And I, I, it's like, I feel like we're rapping right now. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's just a cypher. And you know, and we're talking and then you say something, that I gotta one up you and then you gotta one up me and then the the guest has to come up and just dropping mics all over. It's like it's it's just amazing and I and I love it. I love it, I love it. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm just remembering the it wasn't this season, but the doctor the episode with Dr. Rebecca, you and him were I mean it was that was amazing. That was going for it. Oh <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah. It was cool seeing the um, Awa's perspective from France and Ila's yeah. perspective from South Africa and Imran's <sighs> perspective from all over Europe. I mean, yeah. extremely multicultural perspective. Um,
1: and white supremacy in the workplace by Imran, like, mm-hmm. oh, yo. yeah. That was that's what I'm saying, is you you asked the impossible question, Emily. Thank you. Thank well, you for sure, that.
0: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Um I would say, you know, I'll I'll go ahead and ask myself a question. What was most impactful for me? <laughs> um the prepping for the Nicole Hannah Jones episode was pretty very impactful. Like really having a deadline to to read through 1619. Um the sixteen nineteen project. It was, which you can now just watch on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix? no Hulu. 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 Yeah. Hulu. Um, Amazing. Amazing. Like uh, I learned so much. I, I feel like I I got to know America in a new way, and yeah. not in a I'm a bad person way at all. In a more like, oh, there's some cracks in your foundation that you missed. <laughs> because yeah. they were explicitly not taught to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my 16-year-old niece is now getting into sixteen, nineteen, which I love to hear. Um, cool. I can't hear too much about it because she is 16, so she's <laughs> telling me a lot, but I hear reports
1: that she's, like, binge-watching. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, that is extremely impactful. <clears throat> um, I had... W- I haven't gotten a chance to catch up with you about this, actually, because we, towards the end of season four, we kind of um, just had so many guests wanting to come in that we weren't al- alternating with debrief episodes like we yeah, usually do. Yeah, yeah. But there's one, there were two moments, actually, in our episode with Brenda that um, really kind of, you know, stuck with me. Maybe I did tell you about these. I don't know. But um, I just wanted to make them explicit um maybe i will dig through and i'll i'll make sure that um here let's uh let's play a clip now (laughs) is it i guess this is kind of a, a a um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm squirming in my chair. I'm not sure if this is the right question. Something's coming up. I can, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> so it's kind of for both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, um, As people who identify as people of color, like, is it, I imagine it must, it feel painful to a certain extent to see that battery full moment. Mm-hmm of like, I'm just thinking about myself and thinking of Roe B. B. Wade and like men talking to me in a certain way during mm-hmm. that time. Um, and I don't know, I maybe that's enough. Like I, maybe I don't need to go into it further, but I'm just wondering that experience of receiving an, urgency from someone else that I imagine is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I've lived this every day, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just wondering if you. Yes. So that's, what's been most surprising about where I've landed within, with invisible paradigms is that yeah. I never expected because as a person of color, so I identify as someone that's decolonizing identity. And so mm-hmm. I've, I'm from Mexico there's indigeneity there. There's a whole nother colon, colonizer um, and colonizing histories in Mexico with that identity. So I identify as someone that's shifting paradigms as much as possible mm. or trying to turn them on their head mm. through unlearning parts of who I am because of these two identities and reaching indigeneity. Yeah, And that's I'm something that's clarifying. every day that I can claim. It's not something, it's a destination. So I wanted to say that. Thank you for and, clarifying and- that. These are moments that if you listen to the episode, you may or may not have caught, but these were two moments where Brenda corrected me and corrected what I said um, and how I was going out about things. The one moment where she's saying, um, you know, I," she was talking and then I was saying something and then she's, she basically was like, oh, um, if I can continue, da-da-da, <clears throat> and she basically, it was a way of like... Gently yeah. saying, like, hey, you interrupted me. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. Um, and it's definitely... That was enough to raise my awareness around mm-hmm. it of, like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I, I did that. Um, yeah. And just wanted to, like, notice how... When we're talking about calling people in, it yeah. doesn't have to look like this, like, sitting down an alcoholic for an intervention. <laughs> like, it can be these yeah. small moments that don't yeah. need, you know, that is just like, Oh yes. You know? And, um, then there was the moment where, um, I, I think I said to both of you, like as people who identify as people of color, something like that.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and I knew when I said it, I was like, that doesn't sound right to me. That doesn't, that doesn't land right. But it didn't, I didn't say anything afterwards. Um, And a a few minutes later, when she was qualifying her response, she was like, I actually identify as this and this. I can't Mm -hmm. remember what she said. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, correcting, you know, course correcting me, being like, you said something that wasn't, you know, correct. that that wasn't correct. Um, And so... After the episode, I was like, "Oh, you know, <laughs> like I kind of feel like a jerk. Like I hope she's not, you know, upset about that." And I did reach out to her, and I was just like, "I just want to own the, you know, I said this and this. Thank you for just, you know, letting mm-hmm. me go, uh, letting, you know, letting, letting me know that, I yeah. you know, could could do better." Yeah. Um And she's like, "Sure thing." And that was it. Like, um, it was it was a lear- good learning moment for me. Of yeah. like how skillful, um, and, and easeful correction can be.
1: Mm -hmm. See, this is why, like, this is why I really appreciate doing this podcast with you. You're always analyzing. You're always reflecting. You're always thinking about what you could have done better. You're never, um, saying, okay, we made it next. You're always like, okay, we did that. It was okay. How can I make it better? That goes a long way towards longevity, um, consistency of the work, never mm-hmm. getting comfortable, and appreciating that this is not easy work. You know, mm-hmm. And some people get, get comfortable in the fact that they're at least doing it. So if mm-hmm. you're a white person, like, at least I'm doing it, you're not like that. You're like, I'm doing it. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm going to keep doing it and I'm going to keep courageously being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like that's courageous to me, not the conversation, but the willingness to always take a punch, fall down, get up, understand that I am humanized. And I'm going to show you by example, how much of a human I am by showing my vulnerability, my flaws, my imperfections towards this work of of dismantling white supremacy. Like mm-hmm. that is that is powerful. You know, and 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 this is when I talk to white people about I don't need you to be sorry slavery happened. Mm-hmm. That it that's not doing shit for me. What I need right. you to do is make sure that you know slavery happened. Let's mm-hmm. acknowledge that it was something that that, are, that created and made this country what it is, and let's work to address the systems that today, that present day, are continuing post slavery. Like, mm-hmm. if, if a white person did that, this world would be changed. Like, th- right. th- it's, it's so if I am blessed to have a co host on something that I'm doing that routinely checks in with herself, I won. Like that's that's a huge win for me. And so that's why like you just showed real time why I could not have asked for what we're doing, a better person to address these issues of, um, of white supremacy from the lens that we do. A a better co-host with me, and so I just had to tell you that right now on air, letting people know your boy throwing flowers out here. Get them appreciate appreciatively. Don't don't run away from it. Take his love, woman. Take his love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. It. um, Hearing hearing you say that just makes me. It makes me sad for the reactiveness that I'm I'm seeing a lot in white people around just like the cancel culture phenomenon and um, how, I mean, we have to take this in perspective, let's say starting in the, you know, the 80s, you had political correct affirmative action and political correctness come up and like really conscious efforts throughout systems to create more equity and yeah. that but it actually just kind of you know didn't didn't really fully address the situation and then we're slowly moving towards a place where so much attention is being focused you know post Floyd on DEI and people are seeing how important Mm -hmm. it is to younger generations. So businesses are kind of responding to that. Now we're seeing with the economy being really rough, that DEI is quietly being divested from within companies. ERGs are getting shut down, like Mm -hmm. so many people are getting fired. It's disproportionately affecting black and brown employees Um, and DEI efforts are going down. And so we're seeing this like waxing, waxing and waning over many many decades um and like what what you're describing reflecting back to me I would just des- I would describe as like a growth mindset right of like we have to keep learning we have mm-hmm. to keep understanding we have to keep trying to do better because yeah. that's you know how we feel like we need to show up as humans yeah and yet it's become so layered and politicized um that it's become a lot harder than it needs to be. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like it's become a lot more heady than it needs to be. It's actually like way more in the body. That like being with discomfort is is way more in the body than it is an intellectual. Yes. Feat. Yes. Um, and I, pre- I appreciate our time together because it's you know it feels like you and I in a room even though it's you and I and hundreds of guests and we're actually not physically <laughs> in the same room. <laughs> It does feel like that. Yeah, yeah. We're able to go slow enough to keep going through things, to keep raising awareness, to keep, you know, and that was the steady drumbeat that we hoped to, like, set, yeah. you know, set yeah. out when we started Humanize. And I feel like yeah, it's, um, yeah I'm, I'm hoping that other, you know, listeners are experiencing that along with us Yeah, <clears throat> me Wonder, too. doing this at a, a steady cadence.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking that we have to to wrap up soon. Um, mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna end on just understanding that I believe in consistency, and I want to consistently appreciate the fact that I have this platform, and consistently work hard to cre- to be to bring something to the world that's creative, nuanced, attractive, um, uncomfortable, uh, thought provoking provocative uh, so that you know that there's one podcast you can listen to that's going to be authentic Um, and even Mm -hmm. if you don't live a lifestyle that you can resonate with both of us you can sit down like you said and feel like you're in the living room talking to people about culture um, authenticity um, white supremacy racism Um, we can laugh we can joke um, we could be inappropriate, because sometimes you just need to be inappropriate, man. Sometimes you just mm-hmm. just, just need to let your head out and, and and say what you can't always say, you know. And so mm-hmm. I just always want to to curate and cultivate that type of environment for, for mm-hmm. everyone, for all perspectives. Um, like mm-hmm. we say, we welcome all perspectives, you know. And, yeah. so, um, and
0: just because we're on the recording end of this doesn't yeah. mean that we know everything. We are not qualified journalists. We are not... A, you know, qualified experts. So treat this as you would a conversation. And if something yeah. that either of us says doesn't sit right, that's information for you. Yeah. You know, like that, it, what we're saying is not fact. That's good information that you can go and inquire about and say like, oh, wow, that kind of pissed me off. Like, what was that about? What, what beliefs can I understand about myself because that pissed me off? Do I, is there something I want to do about that? Is there education I want to put out about that? um is there is am i inspired to, <sighs> to move am i inspired to do some, you know like just just treat us as people that you're having conversations with don't yes. think that we have all the answers
1: yes definitely
0: courtney De- may have all the answers i definitely don't
1: man i do not <laughs> I, I play like i do but i'll i'll do not yeah i am make it up That's as i go thing
0: <laughs> that we have in common that everyone should know we can both modulate our voices in a way that seems incredibly confident. I think yes. that's why we're both speakers. Yes. So, cause that kind of confidence yeah. grabs people's attention. And yeah. I think we both do that naturally. I've always, I've had that feedback since I was in high school. My high school friends were like, why do we always believe everything I'm saying? <laughs> It's so weird. And I'm like, I don't know guys, <laughs> you do. <laughs> um, so yeah, just know that that's what you're listening to. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me on season four.
1: Man, I hope to join you on season five. Yeah. Uh, you know. We're going
0: to take a little break yes. two months, and then we'll come back with a, a new concept for, for season five.
1: But you could definitely so. follow us on IG, Facebook. -hmm. And then to just to know what the happenings are, what's going Mm -hmm. on with the Humanized podcast. Don't forget that merch, because if you want to look fly like your boy, you gotta support (laughs) us to keep us moving. So um, we really appreciate the support. We really appreciate the love. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is it. And we out.
0: Thanks for joining us on this episode of Humanize. Please remember to like and subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. Join us on Instagram or Facebook to continue this conversation at The Humanize Podcast.
1: Let us know if you want to learn more about the professional trainings we offer. And of course, tune in next time as we continue the work. Thank you and much love.